Okay, so my idea is pretty long. So it's a uh, science fiction movie, and it's not a comedy. And I call it The Party Ship. And it's about human beings colonizing another planet in a nearby solar system for the first time. So it's kind of like the movie Passengers with Jennifer Lawrence and Chris Pratt. They're just traveling on a spaceship. Or Alien Covenant. (laughs) Yeah. But so my idea is it takes place in the near future, maybe 50 years or so in the future. And so I want to put some things in it that are sort of different than most older sci-fi movies that are sort of based on contemporary thing. One of them is the Elon Musk eccentric billionaire type. Like, they don't really have that guy in older sci-fi movies. But if it happened today that we were colonizing another planet, it'd probably be funded by Elon Musk or Richard Branson or one of these, like, adventurous billionaire playboy party guys, not like some government or anything. And then one of the other things that I think is different than a lot of sci-fi movies is that they would be huge spaceships and they wouldn't have to worry about cargo like not having a lot of wasted stuff like they can just pack almost an infinite amount of like trash and like trinkets and stuff it's not like almost empty rooms with white walls and there's almost nothing there i'm thinking of like the elon musk the bfr big fucking rocket whatever they're thinking about just making just gigantic things he launched a car up and one so what is it nuclear powered or is it like powered by like lasers yeah i don't really get into that Another thing that I think is different is they're traveling. It's going to take like 200 years to get to the nearest star or whatever. So currently, normally they have like people frozen, like cryogenically frozen. So they're not aging and they're just unconscious most of the way. So my idea is they don't have that, but they have. So they die before they even make it? No. So they have like, there's a diabetes drug that's starting to slow aging in people. I don't think 200 years slow. Yeah, but so my my thought is, well, they've figured out how to, like, isolate why that works and make it better. Telomeres, right? Telomeres. There's all these things they're trying to do to extend aging. So, And then there's also maybe they've learned a little bit about hibernation. So my idea is they're not completely unconscious and unaging. Maybe they age like a tenth the speed of a normal person. So they can get these people who are, like, geniuses who are, like, 20 or under and then – They'll age at tenths of speed while they're traveling. So when they get there, they'll be like in their 30s and they'll st- still be young enough still useful. <laughs> to, to reproduce, to have kids. And my idea is that uh, they take like 30 giant spaceships. And the idea is that some of them are going to collide with space debris on the way there and everybody's going to die. They're going to hit the debris so fast it's just going to vaporize the ship, just destroy well, let, it. Let's hope you're not on one of those. So it's it's a pretty risky thing. And they're just planning around that by just sending enough different ships that who's um, going to volunteer? Hopefully, to be on that. some of them I mean, make it. It's like which ship do you want to be on? I don't know. Not one that uh, collides with shit. You know? <laughs> yeah. And then the other I thing, the steering wheel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The reason I call it the party ship is that it's funded by this eccentric party guy, and so. Basically, for the hibernation, I had an idea on the previous episode of the podcast called Happiness Comas. And so the idea is they go in like a coma-like sleep for like 90 days or so, and then they come out for a day or two. They maybe do a little bit of exercise, and they do a little bit of like stuff. That sounds like a Big Mac fries and a Coca-Cola. But the idea is right before they go back into the coma, they can get like drunk as fuck, and they don't have to feel the hangover because – 
they just go into the coma and then the, their body experiences the coma when they're unconscious. Mm. So every 90 days when they wake up, they have like one day of work and then one day of just blitzed out partying, playing. Yeah, the work is probably just to avoid doing hitting, like hitting, recreational hitting drugs and <laughs> dancing and so it's um, a giant orgy on this spaceship, yeah, basically. Sort of. You know. I find it funny that you still have people getting drunk in the future. <laughs> yeah. And they're still concerned they're, about alcohol. And they're, they're doing drugs, having uh, wild sex, and, and, and uh, it, watching – what are they doing? Staying up all night? Well, so basically <laughs> the idea is they're risking their lives and it's really stressful and this is a way to let out and so, distract from So when you're recruiting people for this deal, you go like – yeah, but you can party like every 30 days as much as you want. There's an unlimited supply of drugs. Exactly. Sounds like the plan for millennials. Another thing that I had with the party thing is that it'd get boring after a while even with that. And so the way they get around that is all of the crew. Theme parties. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So all of the crew, they get to plan like four or five like themed parties. So, so you, every 90 days, it's somebody's theme party. There's like 50 to 100 people on each ship. And the food, you probably have like themed food too. You have like, you know. Yeah, they could have th- – it's like a cheesy like prom type themed party type thing. Giant themed food and music. Party and, uh, with – Maybe they have like VR type things to make it seem like a beach one time. And they could have like different like 80s bands playing every, UV every 30 days. UV lights to simulate sun you know, and a beach and, and Aerosmith and, and uh, you know, whatever. <laughs> well, they couldn't get the actual people. Yeah, they would. They'd want to go and party, right? Well, they'll be too far away. <laughs> but uh, anyway, that's the setup. So the main characters of the, the movie – would be the CEO guy who would also be the captain of one of these 32 Elon ships. Musk. Elon, Elon Musk, Musk type is, guy. My name is Elon. Elon Musk. Captain um, of the SS. What's the name of your ship? I didn't give it a name. Okay. But uh, <laughs> And then there'd be a janitor guy. So every 90 days, always a janitor. the janitor and the CEO would captain would, would wake up like a day or two before everybody else. To what, the janitor cleans up after all the sex parties. He's like, where are all these condoms doing all over the place, man? You guys got to clean up after yourself. Throw your condoms out in the garbage, man. Exactly. So the the, the, the CEO, he, he does stuff like captain. He like he communicates with Anyone, Earth. The janitor and, is the guy that kills everybody on the crew. You know, so yeah. he's the guy that's, that, that steered everybody into the asteroid belt because he's tired <laughs> of cleaning up everybody's shit. There you go. Not quite, but um, yeah, so the janitor, he wakes up a couple days earlier to set up the parties and then he stays a couple days later to clean it all up. So is there more than one janitor or you got only one I'm guy thinking only one. Shit. One, guy, like <laughs> one guy per ship. Um, he's also the guy that everybody has sex with. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, yeah, he's the only one who's not like a Of course it's going to happen a while he's in hibernation. <laughs> Oh, another thing that he does is as a part of the cleanup is if somebody gets pregnant, he gives them like the morning after pill. And so they never have to know that it was them who got pregnant and had the aborted baby. So basically he's going to be like spiking their last drink before they go in (laughs) the morning after pill. Here you go, honey. Drink up. You're going to need to. Drink this. (laughs) But uh, yeah, so those are the the two – Main characters. They have a lot of mops. A lot of mops on these spaceships. Yeah. And then they just eject <laughs> everything, all the trash. They don't need to. Littering. 
Yeah, just litter in space. Let's yeah. destroy that too while we're at it. That sounds well, nice and it's safe. Not destroying it. Yes, it is. Um, space is, a, is a, space is, junk is, is a real thing. Only if it's orbiting the Earth. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a, junk a real is a very thing. Real thing. Um, so then there's a few minor characters. The janitor, he like falls in love with some female doctor. Oh god, he's and gonna so, rape her while she's unconscious, no. isn't he? <laughs> um, <laughs> she wakes up and he's just waiting outside her pod, like I mean, I've the, been waiting for you. The janitor, he probably picks up all the unused quaaludes all over the place, or unused dr- downers and drugs, and he drugs this doctor, right? So he no. has sex with <laughs> he has some yellow pudding. So yeah, the janitor and some female doctor, they're sort of in love, but she sort of rebuffs him because like he's not part of he's the plan. He's he's she like a low down janitor. janitor. She won't do oral, so he dumps her. I'm a fucking her. scientist, you idiot. <laughs> like, yeah. Going out with a janitor. <laughs> um and so is there a love triangle? Maybe there's like someone else like I love John. Yeah, not you. They're like you're only a janitor mopping floors. Yeah, I don't know what her other love interest might be. Uh, I don't really get into that. So anyway, so those are the characters. <laughs> so they're traveling for a while. Like maybe they're halfway there and one of the ships. Oh, shit. We left the stove on. Got to go yeah. back. <laughs> one or two yeah. of the ships gets knocked out from like space debris one of these times they wake up. And mm. people are a little worried, but they don't really think much about it. And then a couple more get knocked out. And they're like three quarters of the way and maybe – Gradually, like half of them get knocked out, and then once half of the thirty-two ships are are gone, people start freaking out a little bit. Yeah, and so freaking out too. I it's mean. this weird thing. So they're like being forced to party. There's like music blaring, and some people are able to sort of party harder to escape from the fear. But then, and then some people are like just getting in like alcoholic stupors. Some people are like wiry shaky starting to freak out and so it's like this weird warped sort of fake so where are you getting happiness? all these drugs and alcohol i mean hey, you're gonna have hey to guys, like i gotta bounce I'm, I'm outside of a show and uh okay. and uh, my space in the lineup is uh coming up in two minutes all right okay thanks for calling in cool so where are you i mean you're gonna have to get a lot of uh, it's gonna be a big haul right maybe you have like one of those things like on star trek where you have like they would like no. press a button and it would create like any drug you want it's like beep beep you know, it's, it's like, oh, really look, good. I got, uh, you know, uh, methadone. Boop, boop. Ah, look, marijuana, you know, like I smoke a joint. Yeah. Like one of those like select a Coke machines only yeah. with drugs. Right. <laughs> well, select a drug. I don't know how they dispense it, but it's not like manufacturing it on the fly. That's like super future, like Star Trek. I like to keep it sort of grounded in like so, near future. So you need like to stock the ship up before it left Earth, probably. Like, yeah, you would it. just stock it up and you plan that for all of that. Up. Yeah. Um, and then so they're starting to freak out because half the ships are gone. And then all of a sudden, one time they wake up, the captain and the janitor wake up early. And so the captain comes and talks to the the janitor and the captain is like, normally he's like this super party guy, like, but he's like in shock, just sad and in shock. And it turns out that he's been getting news from Earth. It takes like years to get there because they're like light years away. He got news from Earth, and it's really, really bad. And he he won't tell the janitor what it is. And he tells the janitor to destroy the communication satellite on the ship so nobody can find out what happened. I mean, this sounds like a novel. I mean, you know, this is a screenplay to the next big sci-fi movie. Twist, he also has cancer. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. You've only got one month to live. Um, and we're not even at a – what's the name of the – they're going to like a planet, right? It's like an Earth-like planet. Yeah, presumably, away. yeah. Yeah, so the guy destroys the satellite 
or the antenna to get the communications from Earth. And then, uh, because the, the CEO <laughs> told him to do it and he did it. So then they have the party and the CEO is sort of acting sort of sad and outside of his normal happy self. But most of the partiers are just oblivious of that and nothing really happens. And so a couple things go by and they're almost there. So they're like right on the edge of this other solar system. They're, they're like past like Pluto area, wherever, but in the other solar system. And so they hit like some asteroid belt or like debris field and like all of the ships except for three get knocked out. What, what's in the debris field? Like jello pudding or something, right? Just like, rocks. Hey, we've stumbled across some jello pudding, an asteroid belt. So they find out that all of them no. except for three get knocked out. And then this is where it takes a turn for the dark. It was already pretty dark, right? Um, so then they're all out of drugs, right? I mean, no, they're not out of drugs. They're not out of drugs. So this is when the CEO just freaks out because he realizes that there's not enough live people left to maintain this colony because you need a certain amount of genetic diversity to avoid like inbreeding and stuff in future generations to keep the species and that's, going. And that's when Sigourney Weaver shows up with her. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, and so the janitor is ta- he's talking to the janitor before everybody wakes up again, and so. The janitor says something like, uh, well, maybe in a couple of generations, Earth will send more people and they'll Sounds help like keep really the colony going. Up deal. And the CEO says something like, Earth is never sending people because he knows what happened on Earth, but the janitor doesn't know. So it's like a really ominous thing, like something either humanity got wiped out or I, I nearly think we wiped out. We send all Earth. the assholes in these spaceships that from our asshole list. We need to put together this asshole list and then put them all on these because they're all going to die anyways, right? Based on your story. So no, we, no, a lot of them get killed. So then what happens is, um, so they wake up everybody for the party, and during the party, the CEO kills himself by ejecting himself out of the ship. And, like, during the party, the janitor sees that the CEO's body is floating by the window. And so basically the janitor, he's trying to – because if everybody sees this, they're all going to freak out and they're all going to – I think so. I would So the the janitor, he, like, gives a toast to the person who designed that week's party or whatever to make everybody look the other way as the CEO's body floats by the window. And so that happens. Time for a Klondike bar. So then the janitor, everybody goes back to sleep after the party. And then so the janitor decides he's going to go to these other two surviving ships. They have like these little emergency transport vehicles. It takes like a day or two maybe. The ships aren't like right next to each other. So it's not like people are always traveling back and forth. So is there food in the escape pods? I mean what do they – do they have like drugs or what? (laughs) Are they loaded food? No, it's just like a little thing that they can travel. how, How do they go to the bathroom? I don't care. (laughs) <laughs> but they gotta have somewhere to go. I mean, do they go through a? They tube? just piss in their pants like they NASA. Piss in their pants like NASA. Um. Okay. So, anyway, he goes to the first other ship. This is during the ninety days when everyone else is sleeping, and he sees that they all killed themselves. The whole crew, like they took some pills and they killed themselves because they didn't have the antenna knocked out. And so they those, all knew what all happened. All those drugs, Earth. but no Zoloft or uh, anything like that. Yeah, they right? all lost hope, to... so they all killed themselves. <laughs> and then he goes to the other ship, the third one, and he finds out, oh, they're actually dead too because the ship survived a uh, meteor impact, but it was a tiny one and it like created a whole air leak and it killed everybody. It's pretty everybody. depressing, your story. Yeah, I mean, it, it gets really depressing. Exciting. Well, at least everybody is dead. You could probably take all their dead bodies and kind of scoop them up, right? You have a big giant scooper on these spaceships. Scoop up all the dead bodies and use it for like rocket fuel. 
So then he goes back to his ship. <laughs> just, it just went right by him. I'm sorry. I just want, I want to finish okay. before the time. Go ahead. I don't want to be a dick and ignore what you're saying, but uh, I'm trying to finish. So then he goes back to the main ship where he came from. And when he gets back, he sees that somebody is like murdering everybody. What I think happens is somebody figured out that all this horrible shit is happening and he lost his mind and it's a guy and he's basically sort of a nerdy guy and he's going to just murder basically everybody while they sleep except for like a few women he finds attractive and he's just going to live with them on this new planet, just him and them. So that's his plan. That's it. And they have little babies. And I like to think that maybe he was on the ship where everybody killed themselves and he didn't take the pill. He pretended to take the pill when everybody else took the pill. And so that sort of made him go crazy. It reminds me of that. Seeing who, everybody who else was die. That guy? He was a religious guy, thought he was like God, and they went to like Africa and all, he made all the people drink Kool-Aid, like uh, poisonous Kool-Aid. I think that was in South America. South America, maybe. The real thing was in South America. Yeah. Sounds but like anyway – so he's basically starting with the men. He's killing off all the men. So the janitor guy, the good guy. Um, Cutting off all their te- their testicles. He's like seen through a, wind- a door that he's locked out of. He- the guy who's murdering everybody is in the room where they're all sleeping and he's murdering them all. So how is he murdering them? Is he like doing Like really brutally. Like, like slitting their throat or is he like cutting off their limbs or like I'm going to cut off each of just your like fingers clobber- to cause you pain and suffering. Die. Well, they're mostly asleep. Oh, but okay. So he's like stabs them in the heart or, or the brain or something. Yeah, Makes he's stabbing them with something and there's like blood flying. I like to think of it as really, really bloody, well, this there'd be battle like that's zero coming gravi- Is there zero gravity or do you have one of those ships that has gravity? Because you would see the, the blood floating around. I'm thinking it's zero gravity. Oh, that would be cool, right? The blood would be all over the place. And so the janitor's trying to get in to stop Good this guy. Effect, right? And he's like pounding on the door so hard. I've got to mop like, up the blood. Let me in. He's like breaking his arm <laughs> trying to get in and like he's... He finally figures out a way to get in. By that time, basically all the men are dead. And so he has this big, like, five, ten minute, just bloody, weightless fight with this guy. And he finally. It's like uh, at, at the end of a James Bond movie where kills there's like him. only 60 seconds before the bomb explodes. So um, after he kills the bad guy, he wakes up the female doctor. The love of his life. Yeah, he's, he's wounded really bad. And so they're <laughs> communicating for a few minutes. And I'm dying. Basically, they come up with the idea that she's a doctor. She's going to take the uh, sperm from all of the dead men who were just murdered. But wouldn't the sperm be dead? I mean, you can't take sperm from a dead guy. Well, if he died like 10 minutes ago. Okay. And she's going to artificially inseminate all of these women, even though they're not supposed to have babies on the ship. With dead sperm. With the dead guy's sperm. and so guy's sperm. All of the dead, the 50 or so dead guys. After they're talking and they come up with a plan, the evil guy wakes up and clobbers the good guy in the back of the head and knocks him out. End of story. No. no well, well, she's still <laughs> conscious and she's Curtain she's going to help she's going to impregnate all these women with the with the sperm. Dead guy sperm. Um and so she has to kill the bad guy once and for all cuz you need a woman who kicks ass in the movie. And she's probably no And like, she uh, she saves she saves a janitor. Right. She puts him in a coma, like a real coma, not like a 90-day coma. She saves him and impregnates and so him with he, dead guy's sperm. He, he, he's alive but in a coma. <laughs> so they land on the planet and all these pregnant women, and it's the, all women and the pregnant janitor. And, 
and the janitor in the coma. And uh, oh, he's in a coma. So she Pregnant wakes. She wakes up all these women and I'm carrying an alien baby. All these women have been partying all the time, and they wake up and there's just blood all over the ship, and they're nine months pregnant, and they're not supposed to be pregnant, and so. They wake up into this like nightmare, but then they, they get off and they're on the planet now and they're starting to do whatever they need to do. And, uh, what are they doing? Like, uh, plowing and um, uh, planting seeds. And, uh, they all start having miscarriages. So they all, almost all have miscarriages because they weren't supposed to, the trauma from landing killed all the babies. And then they all try to take this pill that the other crew took to commit suicide. But the janitor had swapped out the pills because he knew that they were, might that do that. Bastard. So then uh, they figure out after that, after he's saved them again with the pills, that uh, there's a botanist whose job is to mix DNA Where did the botanist come from? He's like a new character. Yeah, like a new female character. (laughs) And basically she uses the guy in the coma. She uses his sperm and – All this talk of sperm is – All of the DNA from (laughs) – there's there's a bunch of men who are dead in this uh, third spaceship. It's Lots of sperm flying. It's around. orbiting the planet, and so um, a planet made of sperm. Those people are all frozen, so their <laughs> DNA is still good. So they splice it in with this captain. Captain, the sperm, sperm asteroid's heading right for us. What and do so, we do? Don't just stand there. This woman who loved this man who who wouldn't uh, be with him, he ended up like saving the world. Like her using his unconscious body to like save the world. Like populate the entire world from his so she kept body. like taking his sperm like while he was like comatose yeah well they manipulate his sperm to put the other oh, guys dna in very it spermy that way there's enough genetic diversity there's to keep the human beings going so it's like a just dark thing dark thing dark thing dark thing then then they figure out how to save humanity we call the movie the sperm <laughs>